The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. The latest trends and hottest topics, love and sex, handled honestly and with passion. Here's Dr. Lori, CJAD 800. Coming up in the program, we have our millennial panel in studio and we will go live on Facebook after 1015. A couple of questions I want to ask them. A lot yesterday I got an email from somebody who wants to ask her uh, boyfriend to wear her underwear, her intimate apparel. And then got, I got a bunch of texts saying that this seems to be a trend or kind of the norm. I'm like, really? Uh, so we'll ask uh, the millennials that. I want to talk about toxic masculinity uh, in view of the Toronto hazing, uh, that story uh, that uh, with all the allegations of the students being assaulted in these in this uh, all boys uh, school. So we'll talk about uh, a little bit about that. And how is it that 20 percent of millennials identify as LGBTQ? So another interesting um, perspective to look at. And joining me will be Alyssa DeRosa, Jake Wolf, and Adam Greenberg. That's coming up. But first... Time to check out our inbox. Your calls and texts are always welcome. Connect with Passion now at 514-790-0800 or 514-800. So you can send me emails anytime, uh, laurie at drlaurie.com. And I got this one in response to... Um, La, a, a question from last night about uh, bise- uh, lesbian porn. Uh, it goes like this. I enjoy your show. I have a question relating to lesbian porn that a reader brought up yesterday. I, too, caught my girlfriend watching lesbian porn on the smartphone three months ago, and I said that was great. Trouble is that she caught me watching gay porn on my smartphone three days ago and started asking me questions if I was having an affair with another man or if I am gay. I do not have trouble with a woman being bisexual and said it clearly. Trouble is she does not seem to accept bisexuality in men. Why do so many more men accept bisexuality in women, but so few women, relatively speaking, accept bisexuality in men? I want to put this out for our listeners as well. Get get some of your thoughts on that. Uh, He goes on to say, female strip clubs and escort agencies often feature lesbian shows for men, but relatively fewer women want to see a good-looking man having sex with another man. I did have a two-year sexual relationship with another young man in my early 20s, but have been heterosexual since then. I watch gay porn only for the visual pleasure, but have not done any gay sexual act in a long time. I do not disclose my gay past to women because I do not want to lose them. I find that too many women do not want a man who has had gay sex in the past. Why the double standard in bisexuality for the two sexes? Please delve into this important stuff. That's a great question. Part of it is if you look at at our culture, if you look at what turns men on, woman on woman uh, pornography uh, turns men on. Men on, and, and what turns women on, according to studies, is all kinds of sexuality. So whether it's man on man, woman on women, or whatever. That's one thing, the fantasy part. The other part is the, the doing part. And we do have a, uh, we do have a double standard. And maybe less so with our, uh, with the new generation who, as I said earlier, 20% of millennials identifies LGBTQ. So, Although you are a heterosexual now or practicing heterosexuality, 
you're not completely heterosexual. Like there, there's a, a scale of uh, sexuality. There's a scale of orientation. And because you've had a relationship, so not only sex, but also a relationship, you would fall into the bisexual category. But why, like hiding that from a partner, I think that's another issue for me, is uh, hiding one's past as if it's a, a big secret, as if it's a skeleton, uh, as if it's not something that you're proud of or something that you feel shame about. Um, I think it's important that you end up with someone who is accepting of this and who's okay with this because throwing it into somebody and saying, well, this is what I watch and that it will trigger insecurities in them. So interestingly, uh, men, women are not threatened by men who want to see, uh, two women, but they are far more threatened uh, by uh, their man being with someone with another man because they they can't compete with that. Uh, it's a whole other whole other set of genitals there, so they cannot compete with that. And maybe that's part of that thinking and that double standard. But I'd love to hear from some of our listeners about that. Why do you think that double standard is there in terms of female bisexuality and male uh, bisexuality? And I really do think it's because. Um, because it's the the whole the porn thing with women being uh with lesbian sex being at the top search engine list or whatever search for both men uh and women but what does that say about our culture or what does it say about our our double standard or what or what does it say about um just uh, simply how maybe how we're wired i don't know it's a difficult question to uh, to answer. Uh, 514-800, if you want to text in your thoughts, I think this is a really uh, great question about the double standard. And, you know, maybe it's a question I can ask our millennial panel as well, how they would feel. We have a female on the panel. Maybe I'll ask her uh, how she would feel, and then the two guys can respond how they would feel. But uh, maybe it'll give us a little bit of uh, of insight into how people think. Uh, 514-800. So this is a, a quite a basic question, but nonetheless, uh, I like to say no question is a silly question. If you have it, then ask it. Uh, and if you've got that question, I'm sure other people are also have, uh, have a similar question, but let me just, uh, let me respond to this. It is sexist. Many men tell me how hot lesbianism is yet are disgusted by gay men. I'm a woman and like hetero porn and gay men porn. I like a woman's body except the genitals. I prefer to see the male genitalia. Strap-on dildos could help if a woman is insecure about her partner uh, being bisexual. So you mean like she could play the dominant penetrative role, but is it really about that the penetration or is it more than that? Is it an attraction to a real men? So it's something. But yeah, it, it definitely is. Um, there is a, a definite double standard. There. I don't know how much it's sexist, but it is a double standard for sure. All right. When you're having sex with a condom on, are you supposed to finish inside of your partner or pull out? So, you know, every condom pack usually comes with some instructions. So you might want to, if you're a first time user of condoms, you might want to read that before you go ahead with it. But I'll just give you a little, uh, uh, condom lesson here. So 
If you're wearing a condom, you can finish or ejaculate inside your partner, inside uh, the condom. Just a few tricks, though. You do not wait until your erection goes down before pulling out because once you have ejaculated uh, and you start losing your erection, your semen can spill out of the condom, uh, especially if the condom becomes loose around your penis. So the best thing to do is once you've ejaculated, you hold the base of your penis with the fingers around the condom when you pull out. You check to make sure that the con- the condom has not uh, broken, so it's not leaking. And then you tie a knot in it and you throw it in the garbage. Do not throw it down the toilet. It will block uh, toilets. And when you're putting on the condom in the first place, you also have to make sure that you leave room at the tip. It's called the reservoir tip of the condom. And you do that by squeezing enough of the condom that fits between your thumb and your finger. It equals about half an inch or so uh, to let out the air and leave room for uh, for the ejaculate. So, uh, and actually, if, if you YouTube it, there's some great YouTube um, uh, uh, videos of people, uh, like videos about how to how to put on a condom appropriately that I uh, that I use for educational purposes. So that's something that you you can do. Uh, coming up shortly, we've got our millennial panel: Alyssa DeRosa, Jake Wolf, and Adam Greenberg. Join us. Uh, in studio and we will ask them all kinds of questions and get a millennial perspective from the pleasure to the pain and everything in between passion with dr Lori, news talk radio cjad 800 so excited to have this panel on the program the millennial panel i think it's been a while since i've uh, had a millennial panel usually paris is filling in for me for some reason <laughs> Maybe she's closer to the millennial age. I don't know. Uh, but Paris is filming for us actually right now. So if you want to check us out on Facebook Live, you could do that on the CJD 800 Facebook page or my Facebook page, uh, Dr. Lori Batito. In studio with us, we have Alyssa DeRosa. She is a lifestyle reporter for uh, Montreal Times. We have Jake Wolf, who's an entrepreneur, uh, as seen by... Wolf, uh, and Adam Greenberg, who is a radio host at our sister station and also uh, the founder of a big and tall clothing line called One Bone. True. True nice story. stuff, actually. Thank I, you. I see your posts. I like the clothes. Very, I appreciate very nice. that very much. From radio to clothes. Lots going on. Then we're going to be neighbors. <laughs> so we just found out he's moving down three doors down from me. Don't tell anybody what's the party. <laughs> the party starts soon. By the way, That's this right. is my voice. I'm Jake. <laughs> yes, don't get Jake. it mixed up. That's and uh, right. yes, Lori, I will be sitting in your pool. <laughs> you will be while... sitting, you'll, I'm sure. I know that. I am not gonna. I'm gonna get like tons of Greenberg <laughs> time. I wear I wear I speedos, <laughs> not uh, the longer. Blue. Yes, great, wonderful. There's a couple of things I want to talk about. So just uh, I don't know if you were listening, but I got a, a text, an email from um, a guy talking about the double standard when it comes to bisexuality. And he's asking, like, why are men okay with learning that your girlfriend or your partner is bisexual or has sex with women? But when the tables are reversed and she finds out that you're bisexual, that that it, it, it sometimes it just won't fly. So do you think there's a double standard? I suppose there naturally would be. Okay, why? Uh, I believe if you were to take a poll of 10 women and take a poll of 10 men, I would have to assume that all the men would be okay 
with women being bisexual, and I think the numbers would probably be the complete opposite if it were switched around. Okay, and do you have any ideas of why that is? Like, Alyssa, would you be upset if your partner said, oh, I, li- I <laughs> Let's like... Let's go. You know, yeah. I, yeah. About it. Yeah. I uh, like men on men. I want to watch it. I think there is a double standard, and I don't know why. I mean, I, 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 I would like... be bothered. You would be bothered as yeah. a woman, so that would bother No you. discrimination, but, I, yeah, it would bother me. I, th- I, w- I think it even probably relates to, like, even watching porn. For that matter, yeah, I think that's part I think it, yeah. men and women would watch straight and lesbian, lesbian porn. porn as opposed to I don't know how many men and or women are watching. Gay well, porn women too. will. Women are, and studies have shown that women are in fact uh, aroused by all kinds of porn. So even man on man porn okay. and, and what have you. In the same way that when men see girl on girl porn. They kind of picture themselves in the middle, or there's, you know, so women can can have those same kinds of uh, arousals. But there's a difference between like thinking or fantasizing, and then. But I think women would still have a hard time if they knew that their partners were fantasizing about men. What do you like? You have a, a wife. What, what would your wife say if you suddenly came to her and said, or she found uh, porn on your uh, smartphone right. that was man on man? Uh, I, (laughs) it's funny because I often comment on men more than women in terms of their looks and in terms of they look great. You know, I appreciate a good looking man, uh, in the most heterosexual fashion. We've always been comfortable with our sexuality. Yes. Very, very comfortable. But not to the point where we're going chasing (laughs) after guys, but like. I've I've certainly kissed a guy on the mouth before. (laughs) Right. But no tongue. And that's fine. No tongue. Right. Maybe one time. In an affectionate kind of, in an affectionate kind of way. No, in like a brotherly, like I love you kind of way. Right. Yeah, like come over here and lay one on me. Brotherly love. No. Right. But but no, if 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 my wife found like gay porn, I think she would. I mean, I think that would raise a few questions or a few red flags. I don't know if she would be instantly. Um, hurt or offended, I think she would just have a she lot of question. questions. Right. You know, so whereas then, whereas if I'm watching lesbian porn, there's no question. No question. No and if she watches, and if you catch her watching lesbian porn, no question at all. In fact, I, her, that's right. incredibly I, exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I too would have a lot of questions if I found out you were watching right. porn. But, yeah. you know, because we used to Not that there's anything wrong with it. back right. in the day, so right. it's like, oh, hey, this is what he's <laughs> yeah. watching. So you would have questions about it. Yeah. Well, so, I've always had questions about him. So, the, <laughs> stuff. so listen, this, this guy was saying that he had a two-year relationship with a man before, a gay, a, a gay relationship with a man, and his uh, girlfriend caught him uh, watching porn also. Um and but he didn't disclose to her that he had a relationship, this, a relationship with wow. a man, a real relationship, like a romantic and sexual relationship with a guy. And he's afraid of telling the women he dates because he feels they won't accept it. I like, feel like if a if a woman is bisexual, they're bisexual. If a man is bisexual, they're gay. Yeah, I that's agree. interesting. I would agree. I, I, are you kidding agree. me? Really? I, I so you don't believe agree. in bisexuality in men? I do, no. but I feel like I the agree. connotation is mm-hmm. that well, okay, if you like men, then you're you're just gay, I and agree. that's okay. What if, what if, well, hold on a second. What if you like men and you like women? 
That's I, 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 I think from yeah. social norm standards, oddly enough, it's just it, it like just the Maybe way society one day is. Yeah, no, well, I, but but you see, this is where I think there are a lot of myths surrounding bisexuality and a lot of assumptions made about about bisexuality. For sure, because, you're right. So here's the double standard. So oh, it's okay, it's normal for women to be bisexual, but somehow if a man is bisexual, he's really gay. Well, well I mean, why, you know, you know what it is with women is that. I feel like, you know, you go out with your girlfriends, you're a bunch of girls, you're having one too many drinks. It's very often you'll see friends making out, kissing. They're not lesbians, though. And they might not even be bisexual. But people will get turned on by it, and it's socially normal to see that. But you're doing it for someone else, aren't you? No, maybe not. Maybe you're just with your friend, she looks hot, or... I don't I know. Go, I Maybe want, there's like an attraction there. I want to go there. to your party. You, don't take, <laughs> you definitely want to come to my party. But maybe there's an attraction, not that you want to sleep with her or your friend or anything, but it happens. And it's kind of socially accepted. But if I were to see two guys in a club making right. out, to me, they're gay. Okay. And so I got to tell you. There's no fun or I gotta tell you, like looking into it. I'm, I'm upset that I feel that way, actually. I okay. really am. Like, I wish that wasn't the case. I wish bisexuality was like the same sort of meter as it was for women as it is for men way she goes you know I, but but, but it, and it is it, it, in truth it is you can be bisexual sure, you absolutely can, you could choose to be now with a, a, a woman because that's who you're attracted to you're attracted to either so whatever works for you at that time you meet the right girl you're with the girl for you sure. just gotta right keep guy. it a secret you know it's, <laughs> for the rest of your life you know? See, there, you I think that's a problem to yeah. me, that's no a that's problem. a huge problem that is a huge problem having to keep that kind of a secret to me is a problem I'd rather that's be accepted deal. for who I am Oof. with part part of that being that bisexuality or I've bi- held the penis before you know <laughs> that's not my own but you know, really yeah but okay. I was like in a wow, friendly... Wow, that's a lot of information. Just like lay it on me, you know? Just well, lay it on me. What kind of party is that? This is entertainment, right? <laughs> Boy, does Jake ever share a... You're, you're quite He's a sharer. sharer. I know, he is he a sharer. Really is. Yeah. I, I, he I shares know, his hand. He shares his hand. <laughs> <laughs> so here's another, here's another thing. Um, another... Uh, this was another letter I got from a woman who was saying, asking me how she should go about asking her partner, her male partner, to wear her panties. And I was like, okay, I don't, I don't hear that very often. But then I'm getting like email, like texts from people saying wearing women's apparel seems to be popular among many men, apparently. And this woman saying, I met my fair share, uh, including those who were reluctant to admit the fact, but eventually did nonetheless. So there's uh, more men enjoying this actual trend than are willing to admit the fact. So what would you do? Question: If your partner girlfriend or woman you're having sex with asks you to wear her panties i would say we have to go shopping because 90 percent of the women that i've ever been with have been like a court like they get up my calf (laughs) i I was gonna say something similar i mean it like i maybe if i was a different body type and i could fit into that garment a little bit easier you know you might i'm 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 not shy to you know let's get creative in the bedroom Okay, so that would be okay. But I I, I just don't fit. That's the major issue. Right. What about you, Alyssa? Like, is this something that you would even think of asking your partner? I'm visualizing it right now. (laughs) (laughs) He's pretty slim. He might fit into your underwear. Honestly, maybe he does. You guys were talking about switching shirts earlier before. Yeah, we switch shirts sometimes. (laughs) But switching underwear, um, I don't 
I don't really want to see him in my underwear. <laughs> right. It would not be a turn on to you. That, no. that was my thinking. It's like, I'm not sure that that's such a turn on for women, but apparently, I don't know. Some I appreciate everyone's thing for what. Oh, like, yeah, absolutely. I, I you guess never, it can be kinky. Yeah, like point, whatever yeah. they want to do. I appreciate it. I I support it. It just sometimes it doesn't necessarily work for everyone. For, that's right. There's an expression: My, don't yuck someone else's yum. Absolutely. Right? I, Adam just posted a picture on Instagram recently of him wearing a pair of uh, tidy whities over his head, like kind of like Spider Man. Uh-huh. You know, when I was six. I've <laughs> certainly that's not that's not a picture I posted like of myself <laughs> okay, recently. Okay. Just I, to clarify, I've <laughs> certainly done that with my ladies' panties before. Sure. You on know? your head, Spider Man. Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure that's and then you all go that and you arousing. Swing the web. <laughs> uh, let me just te- share a text it? here. Got that, it, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's right, Lori. If I hear a man is bisexual, I'm, matic- I'm automatically turned off by the gay aspect of his bisexuality, which is, I think, an understandable and legitimate reaction for a heterosexual woman. Every every reaction is legitimate. It's not that it's not legitimate, but sometimes reactions are like sometimes we just don't. We just make assumptions based on what we feel, how we would react or what we feel is normal. So just to put it out there, bisexuality in men does exist. Absolutely. But my question is, what is the reason for women it being okay and men not? I don't know. We may, we'll ask you that. Let us know (laughs) after uh, we check in with our CJD 800 newsroom here. The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Straight talk that's all-inclusive. Passion with Dr. Lori. News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. We've got our millennial panel in studio. We never know where it's going to go. Never know. Uh, until the very last minute. Like, nothing <laughs> is ever really planned. Uh, Alyssa DeRosa is here. She's a lifestyle reporter for mtltimes.ca. Jake Wolf, who's an entrepreneur. And Adam Greenberg, who's a radio host and the founder of One Bone Clothing Line for the Big and Tall. So we've uh, been focusing a lot on LGBT. And as it happens, I read a survey that 20% of millennials identify as LGBTQ or and allies. So they looked at, uh, they did a poll between 18 and 34-year-olds that they, uh, they looked at, and they found that 20% identifies LGBT, which is a 12% increase from generation X, so the 35 to, to 53, uh, and 7% of the baby boomer generation. So what do you think is this, uh, what is, this is, these are historic levels, obviously. What do you think is happening in the millennial or in this, your generation that so many more people identify as LGBTQ? I don't think the actual numbers have increased. I think the comfort level with people being okay and the social understanding that it is our right to be whoever you want it to be. So people are more comfortable with coming right. out. They feel freer and more open. I, I also it's it's tough to say not being, you know, in mm-hmm. the LGBTQ community, although I would like to state that I am certainly an ally of it. Absolutely. I have mm-hmm. tons of gay and lesbian friends and I I personally love hearing all of their sides of the story and and what they see differently and the same as, you know, myself who's straight. Um 
But yeah, I think the numbers are probably the same. It's just people are more comfortable to be out. Do you think the definitions too are are kind of changing? Where we uh, earlier generations were far more binary, so it was like you you could be only one or the other. Whereas Alyssa, you were talking about like going to a club, hanging out with your girlfriends, and making out with your girlfriends. So (laughs) I didn't say I did that. I'm just saying, saying. whatever. Like yes, because mom and dad are listening. I know, Um, but let's just say your friends are doing Doing that. Everybody's uh, doing it. Right. But that would place you, if we looked at in the... In like the 5%. It, it, well, it would be in the non-binary, like it wouldn't place you completely heterosexual. No. Right? It would exactly. be somewhere... Right. So I think there's a better understanding of the, the larger scope, if you will. Yeah, I agree. I think it is also more socially accepted. Maybe the numbers have gone up slightly, but I, I think people with social media and everyone's just... No one's scared to tell someone I'm gay, I'm straight, I'm bi. I want. I feel like I want to stop you there because I feel like there are still people who are scared. You know, I I think, I think it's a huge life decision for many people that I feel like a lot of people are feeling as though it's easier nowadays. But I think there are still a lot yeah. of people who are very worried and scared as to what their family or friends will think, and they're afraid of actually being themselves and. Uh, I agree. It's like it's changing and it's getting better, but I think there's still a lot of still people who str- struggle and suffer a lot. Yeah, I just want to. Uh, there's a couple of texts here. By the way, we're on Facebook Live as well, so you can go on the CJD800 Facebook page, or my Facebook page, or Jake's Facebook page, or Adam's face- Facebook page, or Alyssa's Facebook page. <laughs> and we watch, are the watch, millennial watch. panel. That's right. We are taking over <laughs> social media today. Uh, I've often heard men say that watching two females engaged in sexual interaction is feminine and sensual, but two males seems more rough and consequently less graceful and attractive comparatively. And as a heterosexual woman, I would have to agree with uh, that perspective. I don't know if that's... Well, I'll tell you, I don't watch much gay porn, and I've seen some rough stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen some ladies get very aggressive. Right. It's not always about the gay porn. Wait, wait. What about if the lady is treating the man... You know, like with a strap on or something, you know, like. Right, like the, there's plenty of that kind right? of thing. Is that okay? I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that. You know what I mean? Like, that's. You'd be cool. okay. You'd be okay with your wife wearing a strap, a strap on. on. Oh. To you? <laughs> to you. Well, okay. I mean, like I said, I, I am interested in getting as creative as possible in the bedroom, but I. That would. You have to, like, we all have our boundaries, right? I'm okay. open to. At everything <laughs> at least once. Okay, so. Right. So Jake's. But all, I'm not talking about the. Big, big, old big ones. ones I'm right. talking about like like easer in, you know. Right. Well, yeah, that would make sense, <laughs> yeah. and that would be safe. Yeah. Right. Right. But okay. I would definitely watch a girl in porn yeah, yeah, handle yeah. a man. Yeah. You know what I mean? With a strap on. Yeah. Pegging. Okay. Anything. Pegging. Yeah. So, and you'd be open to it if it was suggested. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be on the top of my list of <laughs> right. things that I want to do. Wouldn't but you would say no. Would... You're very open, is what you're saying. Like, whatever, you'll try anything once. One time. Okay. Reasonable. Well, that, that's his yeah. rule. It's a good rule. Right? It's that's his a good rule. rule. Yeah. 
Finding that girl who's going to do that, that's the challenge. You know? I, I have a feeling it's so. less challenging than you would think. After tonight, I, I you might find one. You yeah. got to just like show up like, uh, so I have this thing. Um, it's coming you, in in the text line right now. We yeah. see no, you, I'm just kidding. Are you interested? Okay. Having said that, now I want, I, I want to I move to something serious because we're joking now about that, but there are men who get sexually assaulted in uh, hazing incidences in schools. So there was a story uh, of a Toronto private school, mm-hmm. which um, uh, there was allegations of sexual assault. Uh, students were assaulted, uh, and they were captured on video and circulated among the students at the school, St. Michael's College School. It's an mm. all-man's school. And they one student was saying, this is a very toxic environment uh, that he left, and um, that it's a it's the culture at that school. There are types of people that go to that school. Uh, so it's an all boys Catholic school, whatever. So uh, it's a, a school that's big on, on sports and, and what have you. Thank God I don't really do sports. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, but it's a, it's a male dominated environment. Yeah. No question. But uh, again, like it's looking at uh, how does how do you grow these are young men like you're talking high school kids maybe early college kids how do you get to that point where you have to assert where you have to bully somebody to that point to sexually assault them to 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 be to humiliate them so that it makes you feel uh bigger or or more powerful or more in control or what have you like i don't know how you feel about that whole alpha male uh, and and this kind of bullying, I don't want to. I don't want to imply that this happens all the time because I don't think it does happen all the time. But maybe certain schools may have this culture, and maybe in the younger, in a younger generation, w- like why is this acceptable to some? Like, I I think this kind of stuff has been going on for a very long time. Uh, I could say that I definitely was never a part of any sexual assault but there's definitely been in my history whether it be through summer camp or fraternities or stuff like that there's definitely been this sort of bully complex you know that was always kind of par for the course um but now well i i disagree with sexual assault being okay in, in any, any capacity of course, of course um but i think that there's been this general culture of men traditionally passing you know a culture on to the next generation so we talk about and we can talk we can say this is kind of a toxic masculinity so maybe we'll we'll go into it a little bit and get a a female perspective it's sex out loud and you're welcome to listen in passion on cjad 800 We've got our millennial panel, and we are live on Facebook. Alyssa DeRosa, lifestyle reporter for mtltimes.ca. Jake Wolf, uh, entrepreneur, and Adam Greenberg, radio host and founder of One Bone, a clothing line for the big and tall. Uh, so we got on, we, much of the topics were a little lighter, but we got on to a heavier one, which was about, to- if you want to call it toxic masculinity, but what w- went on in, in the Toronto school and this whole assumption that this is a culture at the school. That's the scary part, that it's a culture mm-hmm. somehow. What do you think, as the young uh, people of today who are going to have kids eventually, what what has to change? Uh, I heard someone say recently 
that we have to just start dealing with people with just pure love and respect. There's nothing else. There's no room for anything else. No hate, no abuse, no bullying, no anything because – Again, with social media and technology and the rapid fire of information, we are exposed to so many different things that there's no room for us to do anything but love and respect people. And I think with a culture that's at this school, between men on men and whatever, it has to change. It's it's changing everywhere else. There's still a lot of crap that goes on mm-hmm. for sure and there's still a lot of room for improvement but it, it all has to change so i'm asking how so is it how we raise the next generation of boys for example i think so i think also with the generations that it that it stops at that will inevitably create a new generation of people that don't do that um it may be a weeding out process and it may not happen overnight right, but that's right. That's, I would say, a big way in which so it's taking the, taking this very seriously, I think, is is not accepting in any way, shape, or form that this is that this happens anywhere. Yeah, and also people just need to like not be afraid anymore to like talk. So it's like if something's happening to you, like don't wait, like go take action, tell someone about it, deal with it live on the spot, and try to like prevent it from happening again to anyone else so not being a bystander yeah. like this is about uh, speaking up so every so teaching boys especially to speak up not that girls don't bully because they do it they just do it a little differently but uh, i feel like it's more psychological yeah than girls physical. are mean yeah girls very, are just psychologically mean. and and they can be very they ostracize and they do it in a mm-hmm. different way whereas boys can be more physical yeah. about it um but i think what you said, Adam, is so true. Like, if you, we raise everybody in that culture of respect and kindness and compassion, that's the ideal world, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, don't we get me wrong. We're, we're far from the ideal world. I think, like you said, even with the numbers changing in the LGBTQ uh, mm-hmm. community, there, there are major strides that we're taking forward. And there are many people who live between the two extremists that we're all about just love and respect and appreciate everyone for who they are. And that has to be happening more and more and more. And we need to teach our children that message. That yeah. message, ha- it, we cannot have that double standard where we teach girls how to nurture, but boys how to be rough and tough. No, 100%. Like, I always told myself it would be easier if I had a boy because I, I feel like it would be easier raising a boy if I were to ever have kids. <laughs> But then I don't know because then you hear stories like this and you're like, that's right. Damn, like, how does this happen? So- you know, it's interesting when people say that, that it's easier raising a boy. Why? Because you worry less? Because you let them go out and they're okay? <laughs> but women, you know, if you raise girls, you're worried. You're always worried. Are they going like to get raped? Now- are they going to get assaulted? Can they? Are they going to be alone? Are they going to be safe? Like, whereas you, you worry less about the guys going out, which, of course... I wish we didn't live in a culture where I have to tell my girls, give them a laundry list of things of they course. shouldn't do. Be careful. Whereas the boys, mm-hmm. there's you don't tell them much except don't drink and drive or, no. or whatever. Wrap right? it up. Yeah, <laughs> wrap it up. That's right. That's <laughs> pretty much the extent wrap of it, it for many. So that yeah. I, I I really really think that that has to uh, that has to change so that we don't have to tell women that because we're teaching the boys that they have no right to. No. To that kind of thing, so that women aren't. We need to scared. raise like 
not like we need to raise sensitive men, respect, Sen- respectful men, yes. men that are sensitive yeah. to men and women. But not yes. just because I'm going to be sensitive to you because you're a woman, and I'm not going to be sensitive to you because yeah. you're a guy and you're right. my dude, and I could rough you up. No, you need to be sensitive to men and women, whether you're a man or a woman. I, and and I the thing is, like the the culture right now, and the culture and the way it's always been is, if you're raising a, a girl to be a woman, you say, "Make sure you're treated well," and with a guy, you're saying, "Make, Make sure, sure you treat, treat them well." well right. You know, exactly. So it all it automatically creates this weird sort of double bystander. Yeah, you know, but uh, yeah. We, and I read an interesting piece that said we don't. We often talk about when we do statistics, this many women get us. Uh, this when this many women are victims of assault, but we never say this many men assault women. Right, right. like the language right. that we use it's it's is a victim, right? Mm-hmm. right. So it, it, what about we we talk about this many women getting pregnant? What about this many men impregnating women? Yeah, <laughs> like, right. why is it We're always, always the woman? victimized? Yeah. Right. Always. So, you know, there's, it's like a whole culture that has to change. A couple of text messages. One says that you tell your boys and don't get any girl pregnant. I'm sure that yeah. as guys, you get that a lot. Uh, then this, this, uh, this changes is a, when you get married, though. Yeah. Well, at this point, yeah. yeah. Get her pregnant. Coming from the brother. Like, yeah. right. let's go. Yeah, let's exactly. Go he wants to be um, an uncle. As a gay man at 53 working in a high school, if I could relive my life, it would be in this new generation. Oh, it's wow. far cool. more accepting and comfortable with sexuality, even more so with the surgeons of transgender peoples. The modern times are for the better. That's cool. amazing. Absolutely. Respect. Yeah. I, and another person wrote, it's a question of respecting the person prior prior to their gender, which is secondary. It's not about gender. It's about it's about being human. It's yeah. about the person. For sure. I, I, I'm actually uh, on the board of directors at St. George's High School. Well, St. George's oh, nice. School, but mm-hmm. I, where Jake and I went to high school. And the general talks with the students and the faculty and the board members and everyone is that the culture in the high school is just all about love and respect and right. treat somebody next to you the way you would want to be treated. And I, I believe that this generation is starting to learn that. Obviously, they have their own problems with the iPhones and being addicted to social media and, and Fortnite and all these things. But I believe that this next generation is being built with such a community of love and respect that I think I hope you're right. I hope I think and hope the pendulum is going to swing that way. Yeah, I think I, I hope you're right. I'm hopeful too. It it does take multiple generations. To Absolutely. Do it. We've come to the end of our program, Elisa. Where do people find you? Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Elisa De Rosa, or on my Instagram page, M S A L Y D X O X. Or read read your work at mtltimes.ca, yes. of course. Jake Wolf. At Seen by Wolf. Mainly on Instagram, to be honest. <laughs> and go visit him at He's Waxman. Yeah, you can come see me at Waxman. <laughs> he'll make, make you a coffee. coffee. Yeah. That's right. He makes really good coffee. Adam or Greenberg. If, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go there, yeah. Adam. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, you could hear me on Virgin Radio, uh, 6 to 10 p.m., Monday to Thursday, and then on the weekends, too. And uh, my big and tall clothing line, OneBoneBrand.com, big Black Friday sale, 30% off the whole store. So if you are a big man or if you know a big man, 
Holler at your All boy. All right. Get your Christmas gifts now. Yeah. All right. 100%. Uh, absolutely. Thank you so much. Thanks to Paris Mansouri for handling our camera. Always uh, wonderful to have her in studio with us. Uh, thank you to Dave Simon, our technical producer hey. as well. Thank you to all of you who uh, chimed in and, and texted us. We appreciate your thoughts. Uh, too. You can connect with me at Dr. Lori Batito. You can send in your emails, uh, Lori at drlori.com as well. Coming up next on CJD, it is the CTV National News. Have a great rest of the evening and remember to live your life with passion. Baby,